So, the government faced a bit of heat, didn't it, at yesterday's Ratana? Speaking to the crowds, Christopher Luxon said the government has no plan and never had any plans to amend or rewrite the treaty. But unlike the Labour government, we will honour it without moving away from equal voting rights, without creating complex co-governance bureaucracies in Wellington, and we will honour it while upholding the equality of all New Zealanders before the law. A Māori leader described the government as the enemy, and Shane Jones and Winston Peters both were booed by some that were there. News Talk ZB political editor Jason Walls joins me now. Morning to you, Jason. Did you Good morning. Ex- did you expect the day to pan out the way, the way that it did? Um, I did, actually. I didn't think that the government were ever going to be given a warm reception. I thought the frosty reception that they were given was probably quite appropriate, given some of the rhetoric that we had seen before Ratna. There was the hui um, last week. And then, of course, we have um, Waitangi um, in a couple of weeks' time. So it was really exactly how I expected it to play out. I mean, I didn't really expect the crowd to stop booing Shane Jones and Winston Peters. And after... Um, the speeches Shane Jones told us that he thinks he's the first politician to ever be booed at Ratana. And it's usually sort of more of a, a quiet, respectful crowd. So to get this level of response was um, quite telling of what Māori think about the government's agenda so far. How did the crowds react overall? Apart from that booing episode, were they generally quite mindful and were they listening to the general messages being spoken about? Um, I would say for the most part, yes. Chris Luxon, I think, deliberately had quite a tame speech. There was nothing in there that really jumped out, that was too confrontational, that was too um, adversarial. It was really just him kind of just almost placating um, many in the crowd saying, listen, we're not here to mess with the Treaty of Waitangi. We're not here to mess with any of the treaty settlements. Um, we're just here to try and help Māori with a by Māori, for Māori approach when it came, comes to things like health. Um, that's why they're disestablishing the Māori Health Authority. They say it's just more bureaucracy and what they want to do is actually work with iwi across the country um, when it comes to getting better health outcomes. So he was just really putting that message through. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. It could have been worse with the booing if David Seymour had turned up. Was it a bad look that he didn't? Well, I I didn't think so at the beginning. I kind of thought to myself, well, you know, he's probably not going to get a very good reception. What's the point in coming? But then over the last couple of days, the really the big talking point has been this treaty referendum that the ACT Party got in their coalition um, agreement. That is to to have a look at the treaty principles bill and um, they're going to introduce that to Parliament, but the National Party and New Zealand First have only said that they'll support that through to the first reading, which means that it'll be debated in Parliament um, and then it will get the green lights to go to a select committee where it can be debated and it can be um, robustly looked into by the public and MPs. But after that, there had been no commitment by the National Party or by New Zealand First to vote for it, and they need to vote for it. All three parties do need to vote for it if it actually will become law, but New Zealand First have said that they're just simply not going to do that. So the bill is absolutely dead in the water, but it's still one of the main talking points at Ratana, the Hui, and probably at Waitangi as well. And this is despite the fact that it's never going to see the light of day. The bill is not going to become law. And it's David Seymour who's the one that has been putting this burden on the government that 
Chris Luxon constantly has to reply to, and he wasn't even at Waitangi to defend it. So I do think it was a bad look, him not being there, especially to defend this bill that he has put basically on the government's agenda. Yeah, but knowing that the whole the bill was never going to go anywhere, it just seems like an absolute waste of time and money. And I noticed that Willie Jackson was very busy translating for the Maori leader as well yesterday. Yes, I mean this. The, it's an interesting one with this bill because there is, you know, it's democracy. This MMP. This is how it works. The ACT Party are in government, and they're in government because the other parties agreed to have this bill debated. And, you know, there are a lot of mixed opinions about what this bill will do. It's not going to become law, but it's going to start a conversation about the principles of the Treaty of Waitangi and the ACT Party say that they need to be looked into because they're just not very well understood when it comes to things like um, tikanga in the law and a few other things. But, um, of course, the critics argue that it's divisive, divisive, and it's just not no point in doing it because it's just going to create social division. Yeah, absolutely. Just to be clear, we know that National have ruled out taking the Treaty Bill past the select committee stage. Is New Zealand first as resolute as National? Oh, um, other way around. So the um, New Zealand First Party has ruled it out. Um, National won't say. So Christopher Luxon keeps saying, um, well, he's not ruling it in or out at this stage. They've only agreed to to support it in the first reading. So we tried to get a definitive answer from Christopher Luxon um, yesterday, but he was unwilling to say if he would or National would support it after the first reading. But at this stage, it's almost irrelevant because if New Zealand first don't do it, they just simply don't have the numbers in Parliament. Yeah, Jason Walls, Newstalk ZB's political editor. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.